0: I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. You need to know what are the things that Stand the test of time for a reason that you're willing to stand on and you're not willing to bend on. These are some of the quote unquote old things that will survive from, again, era to era, generation to generation. Your job is to discern which of these things can cross over from the old to the new and stay in place despite the fact that they've been around and which things need to be replaced. exceptional. and his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never ask themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never ask themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of The Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically in the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is old is not necessarily bad and new is not necessarily better. Before we get into that, let me remind everybody, I send out a text message every single day, guaranteed to have you focused, sharp and on point to start your day. Also send one out every Monday, guaranteed to get you focused, sharp and on point to start your week. I call them, respectively the daily motivation and the monday motivation very simple titles and they do exactly what i told you you're going to do you want to get these messages and all you need to do to get them is to text me and join my text community free of charge my number is 305-384-6894 once you're in the text community again you'll be eligible to get those messages that's the only way you can be even eligible to get those messages and we'll tell you your options as soon as you text me secondly work on your game university that is the only place i do any coaching people ask me do you do any coaching do you work with anybody directly is there a way that i can just have you as my personal coach to answer is yes, yes, and yes. And the only way to do that is by being a member of Work on Your Game University. As a matter of fact, that is the main thing that we are focused on over here in the work on your game world is work on your game university. So that's actually the best way that you can engage with me is by being in Work on Your Game University because that's where the focus and energy and attention is over here in our organization. So go to work on your That link is also down below in the description, or you can just remember that and type it in the your favorite browser. Again, WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. That is the only place that you can work with me directly, the only place that I do any coaching. And it's pretty good from what I hear. And if you go to AllDreAllDay.com, you can see some feedback from other people who have worked with us, just in case you are wondering. Dre, do you have any social proof of what you've actually done? The answer is, I got more social proof than you have time to consume. So go to AllDreAllDay.com you want to see that. Then go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com once you are properly satisfied. With all that out the way, let's get into today's topic, which is, again, old is not bad new is not better necessarily. Now, while I originally thought that this episode would be targeted towards the younger demographic, and maybe some of you who hear this, you might think that I'm targeting this toward the younger demographic, the millennials as they were. Let's say I was talking like people under the age of 30, I guess that's what you all are. I don't know what millennials. It doesn't even matter because in the process of mapping out my points today, I realized that this, what I'm going to share, applies to people over the age of 30 as well. This applies to everybody. So this is not just targeted at the quote unquote young people, whatever those of you out there consider yourselves to be young, regardless of your age. Because we all sometimes find ourselves chasing down bright, shiny objects just because they are new, just because they are bright, shiny objects. We had to be careful with this. I talked about this in episode 2012, Avoiding shiny information syndrome. And if you didn't even know that existed, I created it. Shiny information syndrome, which is what most of us fall victim to these days because information is so easy to get. And then episode 1703, how to protect yourself from shiny object syndrome, which is a common term that most of you are familiar with. So all of us fall victim to this and it has nothing to do with your age. It has to do with just where you are putting your attention and your focus. And we find ourselves chasing these things down just because they're new and because they're a change of pace from what we have known and what we have done. This is not always the smartest thing to do. And today I'm going to explain to you logically and as objectively as possible why this is. You don't always want to go and do the new thing and discard the old thing just because the new thing is new and just because the old thing is old. Again, whatever you consider to be quote unquote new or old. Let's get into it. Point number one. Topic once again is old is not bad. New is not better. Number one. Some traditions can be outdated and need a facelift. This is sometimes the case. All right. Sometimes there are some things that you're like, all right, this is kind of old. We need a new look. Sometimes you look at your website and say, all right, this website looks like five years ago. Let's update the website. All right. This logo looks like two decades ago. Let's update the logo. All right. This building that our local sports team plays in is kind of old. Let's tear this one down and let's build a new one to get the taxpayers to pay for it. All right. Sometimes you do need to do this. Sometimes you do need a new thing because the old thing is simply outdated and you can make sense of it being outdated. Some things, however, on the other hand, are traditions because they serve a useful purpose. And thusly, those traditions should be preserved no matter how old they are. The fact that they're old might be proof that they have stood the test of time. That means you should not get rid of them. That means you should keep them. So while it is natural, for a younger generation to push back against the traditions of a prior generation, i.e., all of us, we look at you know things that our parents cherished and that our parents always did, and it was just a natural thing for us to look at at least some of the things that our parents did and want to push back against it and say, "Well, I'm not going to do that because that's kind of old. That's you no know, for people a couple generations ahead of me, i.e., your parents. Let me do something different in that sense. There may be some things your parents did you held on to." But there are also some things your parents did and believed and cherished that you discarded and pushed back against just out of sheer perversity just because it was old. All right? And we all do this. It's natural for human beings to do this. But we got to be smart about it. We got to be vigilant about this because, again, some things stand the test of time because they still detest the time. All right, They don't stand the test of time just because they're old and people are lazy. Stand the test of time because there's nothing better that has come along to replace it. Everyone understand this? It is not always the smartest approach to get rid of something just because it's been around for a while sometimes things get old because they work consistently and they translate from era to era generation to generation so some of these things that i'm referring to they get old because they work consistently these are also known as principles we talked about principles strategies and tactics in episode twenty-two eleven. principles then strategies then tactics principles are timeless principles do not Change. A simple principle. I told you a bunch of them and when I did the work on your game commandments. The 12 work on your game commandments is actually 13. But one of the principles, early is on time, one time is late, ladies late forgotten. That that doesn't go away. All right. There's no time in history, at least given our current science, that's going to be an old, outdated idea. All right. So principles stay principles. And all of you listen to this show right now, you should have personal principles that you adhere to and that you abide by. You should know exactly what they are. You should be able to say what they are. You should be able to verbalize your personal principles. What are your personal principles? What are you about? If you run an organization, you run a business, what is your business about? You should know. And the people who work for you, they should know. They should know. What are principles? Because principles stand the test of time. So when you're long gone and your great granddaughter is running your company that you started, they should be adhering to the same principles that you adhere by, at least if they were taught the right way by, you know, your kids and you taught your kids the right way, they should pass those principles on and they should understand that some things may change. This ain't changing. What are the principles? When it comes to certain lines of work in the marketing space, there are certain principles that go with any type of marketing that gets done. If you're doing direct response marketing, there has to be some way that someone can respond. There has to be a call to action. If you don't have a call to action, you're not doing direct response marketing. That's a principle of it. All right. There's no way that that can change. Uh, that's just a principle of how things work. And there are other principles that people are trying to attack. And unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of people in a cowardly way allow these principles to be attacked. All right, here's a principle that I'll give you. Uh, there are only two genders. Uh, they're male and female. Uh, there, is no bi- there is no non-binary. It does not exist. There's not such thing as a non-binary person. When you were born, you either had a vagina or you had a penis. If you have a vagina, you're a female. You had a penis, you're a male. Now, if you want to walk around with a penis under your clothes where you're dressed up as a woman, you want to present yourself as a woman, uh, fine if that's what you want to do, but you're still a man, All right, period, you're a man, and vice versa, you're a female. All right, There is no such thing as a non-binary person, it does not exist, All right, and that's a principle, and now some people want to destroy that principle and act like that principle does not exist and attack and protest you if you say that you don't agree with their flouting of principles, well, fuck those people, I don't agree with them. And. You got to know what your principles are. You got to know what principles you're willing to stand on and what principles you're willing to defend, whatever they are. The whole point here is, you need to know what are the things that stand the test of time for a reason that you're willing to stand on and you're not willing to bend on. These are some of the quote unquote old things that will survive from, again, era to era, generation to generation. Your job is to discern. Which of these things can cross over from the old to the new and stay in place despite the fact that they've been around? And which things need to be replaced because they've been around? So you got to make choices here. So, whichever you decide, you should be able to clearly articulate your reasoning for your decision. Okay, so this is a thing that's been around for decades, but we're going to keep it around because, and then you fill in the blank as to why you want to keep it around. All right, here's the thing that's been around for a while. We're going to replace this because. And you need to articulate why you're going to replace it. Whatever you decide, there needs to be a clear articulation of your reasoning. Not, oh, I'm just going to do it because it's old, because it's been around. That's not a clear articulation. That's not a clear articulation. It sounds good, but it's not a clear articulation. Just because something is old does not mean you should replace it. You need a better and more substantive reason than that. So what are some other old things that have always been around that I think most people should adhere to? Saying please and thank you. Manner, also known as manners. I don't care what year it is, everyone should have manners. There's no time in the next 200 years that all of us will be gone that saying please and thank you will be outdated and old. Looking people in the eye when you're speaking to them. That's another one saying good morning to someone in the morning. These are all old, but they're not necessarily bad things to do. Just because they're old doesn't mean you should throw them out. Again, I was on X, formerly known as Twitter maybe about a month ago. Twitter is the only place on social media where I actually engage in comments with people. And now I'm not talking about my comments. I will see somebody else post something and I will leave a comment on their posts. And, and then I'll engage with random people who have something to say back to me. And I was doing this on Twitter one particular day. I don't even remember what the subject was. I think it was something around basketball. And this guy was, I was saying winning basketball games is the most important aspect of basketball. And this guy was talking about how one player has more skill than another player. I said, well, the most important thing is not who can do more moves or dribbling or who has better footwork or jump tire. The whole point is, how can any player use all those abilities to translate to actually winning the game? Because the object of sports is winning the game. And this guy was saying, well, winning the game is not necessarily a skill. And I went and got the definition of the word skill and I screenshot it and I posted as a reply to him and showed him, yes, actually it is. It is a skill. Winning the game is a skill because that's the point of playing sports in the first place: is to win the game. And he responded by saying, "Well, you pulling up a definition out of a dictionary is outdated and archaic." And I said, "What the hell are you talking about? The dictionary will never be outdated and archaic." All right. And there's another one. There's another thing that is quote unquote old that we should hold on to. Just because it's old doesn't mean we need to stop using it. Episode number twenty-three eighty-five. I explained to you why the dictionary matters. Yes, the dictionary. Matters because the dictionary defines words. And if human beings, we can't decide and agree on what a word actually means. And I got one definition, you got a different definition, and then there's my truth of the definition and your truth of the definition. And this whole my truth, your truth, another one. That's another new one. That's some bullshit. There's only one truth. All right. There is no my truth and your truth. I talked about this in episode number 2379. Truth is truth and bullshit is bullshit. All right. So I am on the record with all this stuff. So in case any of you is new around here, Ain't none of this new, okay? I just want to make sure all of you get it. There is no such thing as my truth and your truth. I talked about this again in episode number 2737 just a week or two ago. Facts are not the truth. Just because you can name something as a fact, which can be handpicked and taken out of context, that is not the truth, which is the entire story. But we get this whole my truth, your truth nonsense. All right, that's some new shit that needs to be thrown back into the garbage pile that it was taken from. There's only one truth. So we can't agree on what words mean. We can't communicate. And if we can't communicate, we get chaos. Everybody understand this? So there is no my definition of a word and your definition of a word. No, there's one definition. That's why we have a dictionary. So this is why when I talked about Mr. Eben Kendi's book, Anti-Racism, episode number 1788 through 1791, I deconstructed what I read in his book. I read it twice because I just had to make sure that I read what I read. In that four-part series, I deconstruct the title How to Be an Anti-Racist. And this book is based on a whole lot of new age thinking bullshit. I explained the very thesis of his book is his redefinition of the word racism that has no basis whatsoever in the actual definition from the dictionary. He just made up a brand new definition of the word racism. and He bases his entire career around it. And there are a bunch of people who have agreed with him on this. That's bullshit. This destroys societies because now we're just making up definitions just to fit whatever story we want to tell. This is not okay. And people need to speak up against it. And I'm doing my part. And that's why I did that four-part series about it. And again, there are some new things that should be trashed. And there's some old things that should be kept. Okay, so this is the whole point. This is the thesis of what I'm talking about here today. So in the business world, for example, a lot of marketers and entrepreneurs believe that they should focus all their marketing on social media because social media is new. And because logically, a lot of people use social media. That sounds like a pretty good reasoning, right? However, a lot of money is still invested in and made on traditional television and, believe it or not, physical marketing via traditional mail. Now, a lot of you didn't know that, but it is true. And I'll tell you something else is true. Facebook, Amazon, Google, you know where they spend a lot of their advertising dollars? TV and physical marketing. Facebook, Amazon, and Google spend more money doing television and physical mail marketing than they spend doing online marketing. And these are companies that are basically all online. That is true. That's not a fact. It's true. And again, these are the companies that are telling you you should do everything on the internet. They're spending their money on things that are offline. Again, do the research for yourself, or you could take my word for it. So, this is the whole point. Just because something's new, doesn't mean you should throw out the old. Now, sometimes there's a blend. You can take the new stuff and the old stuff and you can combine it together. You can combine your knowledge of social media with your understanding of the principles of marketing. But you can do a mix of marketing, which you should do anyway, because you don't want to tie yourself to any one way of marketing anyway. If something happens in that one way, what happens to you? So the whole point here is there is less competition in some of these spaces where things are, quote unquote, old simply because everybody's running to the new thing. Remember, folks. Something being traditional does not always mean bad, nor does it mean outdated. Anyhow, if you're in the marketing, again, your decision should be based on data, not based on old or new or any of this stuff, not on your feelings, and it shouldn't even be based on your thoughts. Who cares what you think? The data decides. Oh, guess what? You didn't know? I got an episode on that too. I talked about that in episode number 2494, Data Over Drama. Also episode number 2141, the data decides. attention all health enthusiasts let me tell you how to stay hydrated and healthy when you drink water are you tired of constantly worrying about the quality of the water you consume we all know how important it is to stay hydrated and quench our thirst with clean refreshing water but we're risking our health with every gulp by drinking contaminated tap water so introducing aqua true the ultimate solution to your hydration woes Unlike ordinary water filters that leave traces of impurities behind, AquaTrue guarantees your peace of mind. With its advanced four-stage reverse osmosis technology, this revolutionary water filter is designed to remove up to 99% of harmful contaminants such as lead, chlorine, pesticides and even pharmaceuticals, believe that. Before you dismiss AquaTrue as too good to be true, let's address one thing. Some users have noticed that the filter replacement process can be a bit time-consuming. However, this minor inconvenience is more than outweighed by the top-notch performance and unmatched purity the AquaTrue produces. Now, why does AquaTrue stand out from the crowd? While other water filters struggle to effectively eliminate impurities, AquaTrue does it in literally seconds. I got them. I know. I have them right here in my office. Its powerful filtration system ensures that you and your loved ones can enjoy crystal-clear water that not only tastes great, but also promotes optimal health. But wait, there's more. AquaTrue separates itself from the competition with its sleek and compact design. It actually looks great on your kitchen countertop. No more bulky water filter pitchers taking up precious refrigerator space. AquaTrue fits seamlessly on your countertop, providing you with an unlimited supply of pure refreshing water literally at the touch of a button. So no more worrying about hidden contaminants that may lurk in your water because with AquaTrue, you can sip and savor each glorious glass of water, knowing that your health is no longer at risk. So, you stay hydrated, stay healthy, and say goodbye to those mediocre filtration systems. So, health focused individuals, don't settle for less when you can have the best. Experience the Aqua True difference today and gift yourself the purest, cleanest water imaginable. Go to slash AT, that stands for Aqua True and get $100 off any AquaTrue filter. Again, that's workwonyourgame.com AT and get $100 off any AquaTrue filter. Do not miss out on this opportunity to revolutionize your hydration game. Your body will thank you. Point number two, today's topic once again, old does not mean bad, new does not mean better. Number two, newer is not necessarily better as we've gone into already. Remember that as a salesperson, or a marketer, and all of you are salespeople and marketers, you should market in the opposite way from how you buy. Now, why am I telling you that? And you should buy in the opposite way from how you market. Why am I telling you these things? Well, listen to what I'm saying. I'll explain it to you. It is much easier to sell something to another person when you position it as being brand new, fresh, improved, or something that's never happened before. It's easier to sell something to someone when you position it that way, then if you sell it to them as something that has always existed that people have simply never noticed or implemented and hey you should buy this This has been sitting on the shelf for 10 years you didn't know about it but now that you know about it you should buy it it's hard to sell something that way but if you tell somebody hey this just came out 10 minutes ago you'll be the first one to have it it's much easier to sell it even though it might be the exact same product it's much easier to sell something to a person when you position it as brand new why because human beings are eternally attracted to bright shiny objects And what makes something bright and shiny? The fact that it's new, the fact that it's never seen before, the fact that it's fresh, that it's new and improved. It could be the same thing that you've had for 10 years, but if you position it as new, people will be willing to buy it. Any of you see the TV show The Wire? The TV show The Wire, there was a character there played by Idris Elba on the show. His name was Stringer Bell. And in this particular season of The Wire, they were following the drug trade in the city of Baltimore. This is a fictional drug trade in the city of Baltimore. And Stringer Bell was talking to one of the lieutenants in his drug organization, and the lieutenant was one of the guys who actually was on the streets doing the drug dealing. And Stringer Bell was not on the streets touching the drugs, but he was in control of the whole operation. And the lieutenant was saying to Stringer, hey, man, I'm really looking forward to us getting that, you know, this new version of cocaine that we're going to sell, whatever the product was. This new cocaine that we're going to sell, they called it a package, man. We get this new package because the the drug fiends are going to be really excited about this new package that we're going to sell out there to the drug addicts. And Stringer Bell said to his lieutenant, his lieutenant was a guy named D'Angelo. He said, D'Angelo, there's nothing really new about this product. And D'Angelo was like, man, what you talking about? Y'all been talking about it for weeks. And Stringer said, well, it's actually the same shit that we've always sold. All we do is just put a new label on it. We give it a new name and then we go get the drug addicts excited about it. And they're all excited because it's some bright, shiny new drug, but it's actually the same shit that we've been selling it for the last 10 years. We just put a new label on it because these idiots get excited about it. He didn't call them idiots, but that's basically how he was thinking about it. The whole point here is, folks. And oh, by the way, Stringer Bell—the way that he got that idea is because they showed this in a later scene in mean, the show that Stringer Bell was actually enrolled in business courses at the local community college. And in the community college, he asked the teacher once. He said, "Well, what if you got a product that is kind of saturated the market? What's a way you can get people excited about the product again?" And professor said, well, if you can put a new label on it and present it as brand new, then people get excited about it all over again. And that's what Singer said. Oh, that's what we'll do. We'll just put, we'll take the same drugs we've been selling them. We'll just put new labels on them, new titles on it, and they'll get all excited because it's too stupid to understand the difference. And this is how human beings buy. I just drew a parallel between you and drug addicts, because that's how we buy. We get excited just because it's brand new. The George Foreman and grow. All oh, y'all know the George Foreman Grill? Most of you have one or have had one. George Foreman Girl sat on shelves in stores like Kmart and Target for years, and nobody was buying it. All they did was put George Foreman's signature on it and get him to advertise it, and all of a sudden, everybody had one. It's the same product. It was sitting on the shelves for decades. It wasn't selling. All they did was put a label on it, put a new name on it, advertise it in a different place, and all of a sudden, they couldn't keep it on the shelves. There's a hint in there, marketers. If you're paying attention, y'all got to be paying attention here. It's one of your five forms of investment. The whole point here is, folks, if you want to sell something to somebody, you got to show them how it's a bright, shiny object. Now, you, on the other hand, when you are buying, do not fall for that bright, shiny object bullshit, because that's what it is. And just because somebody sells you something that's a bright, shiny object does not necessarily mean it can't help you. But you shouldn't fall for it, but you should use it. I'm giving you a marketing lesson there. I usually would charge you for that. Don't fall for it, but use it offensively but be aware of it defensively. Never be distracted by the fact that something is bright and shiny and new and never buy something just because it's bright, shiny and new. Your marketing hat should be the opposite of your consumer hat. So if I'm trying to sell you something, I'm going to tell you that it's bright, shiny and new because that's what gets you excited. But If I'm working with someone to help them advance, we're not going to go to the bright, shiny new things. We're going to focus on the traditions and the fundamentals and the basics because that's what actually produces results. So again, this is what people sell you. Right? Think of the last thing you bought. You probably bought it because it was bright, shiny, and new. But once you get the work, the fundamentals and the basics. And a good salesperson will do this. They will sell you on something by showing you how it's bright, shiny, and new. But then when you get into it and actually start doing it, they're going to be giving you the basics. Now, they might code it or language it in a way that it sounds bright, shiny, and new, but it's the basics. If they're any good, they're going to be giving you the basics. And if they're actually giving you things that are bright, shiny, and new, then they might be screwing you over. You might be getting uh, fucked on the deal. And I know a lot of people who get screwed on deals simply because they sign up for things because they're bright, shiny, and new. But then when you look under the hood, of what they're actually getting is a bunch of garbage. And I've seen it happen to, to many people, people who I don't want to see it happen to, but I see it happens to them simply because human beings are susceptible to bright, shiny objects. And I just told you this. These are smart people. These are not dummies that I'm talking about. These are people who are earning in the top 10% of income earners in America. These are not some stupid people. But it happens to all of us because we're very susceptible to this. Okay, The new thing can be presented as easier. It has less hassle. It requires less effort. Those are usually just marketing tactics. Very rarely are they the actual truth. If the thing has actual substance. There is no shortcut, folks, to lasting substantial success. There is no shortcut. You need the right plan, the right vehicle, the right effort to make any success work. All right, there is no shortcut. So any of you out there who's working really hard and you're successful at the same time, all right? There's no shortcut. There is no faster way you could have done that. Right, there isn't. Now there may be some adjustments you can make, but there's no faster way you could have got to where you are. Now if you want to get to a much much higher level in a shorter period of time, well we got to kill some of the things you've been doing to do something different. There's a different approach. Not necessarily a bright shiny objects. just different. Different from what you've been doing. That's not a brand new thing. It didn't just come out. Maybe you just weren't aware of it. Okay. So. You still have to learn, no matter what vehicle you jump into, you still gotta learn how to drive it. All right, so beware of anything that's selling you on the concept of less effort, less focus, less attention needed. All right, there's always a hook hidden in that bait. All right, do not buy the way that you sell. And again, anybody selling you something on less effort, less dedication, less focus, et cetera, et cetera, all right, that is either they're scamming you or they're just using that to get your attention and then they're gonna give you the substance once you get in. One or the other, your discernment will help determine whether or not you move forward or not. You know, those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah, those days we call those days the third day. Everyone has them, no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you had to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, The Pro. From the amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it just go to thirddaybook.com number three today's topic once again is old is not necessarily bad and new is not necessarily better number three here's the discipline mining through all your old stuff for unrealized opportunities this is the discipline it's not a hat it's a discipline Looking through the stuff that you already possess, that you already have, that you already know, that you have already maybe even done and finding the old opportunities, the unrealized opportunities rather. The easiest way to do this is to get help and get a fresh set of eyes on what you have, because you may just not be noticing certain things or the opportunities within things simply because you don't know what you don't know. Now, somebody else looked at it and said, OK, this thing right here, you're not using this. But there's an opportunity here. You didn't even realize there was an opportunity in it because you just don't know what you don't know. This is the value of having other high-level people around you, folks. This is often where the greatest opportunity is—unrealized opportunities and the things you've already done, experienced, and know about and own. Looking at what you already have access to, you simply haven't squeezed all the juice out of it yet. I get a lot of ideas from doing exactly this. When I created my first product, which was basketball training programs for up-and-coming ball players, all I did was take videos that I had already created and I put a process and organization around those videos. And I had a product. I didn't have to create anything new in order to create these products. All the products I subsequently created in the basketball space, subsequently created in the basketball space, were based on material that I had already created. I just came up with a creative new way to repurpose that material, put a price tag on it, and I turned it into money. Many of you, especially if you're a content creator, online or offline. You probably have 20 to 50 products sitting right under your nose. You don't even realize you have simply because you have not thought creatively about how to use what you have or you just don't see what you don't see. And you will never figure it out because, again, you're limited to only your brain. That's why you got to get other people's brains involved in your process. Again, this is known as coaching. This is known as joining masterminds. Best way to figure this out is not to sit in a dark room and wait for the ideas to come to you. That's probably not going to work. Again, how old are you? All right. That's how many years you've been waiting for ideas to come to you. All right. It is to connect with and look around at other people who are doing exactly what you are not doing and let their ideas spark your ideas. This is, again, why you get into coaching programs. This is why you join masterminds, because other people can see things in and for you that you cannot see in and for yourself. You trying to do it all on your own is that's one of those old things that you should throw away. All right. So there you go. You want something old to throw away? I just gave it to you doing it on your own. You tried that already. How many years of experience you have doing that? Again, this has gotten you where you want to be. Only you can answer the question and only you can do something about it, but don't say that nobody told you. Let's recap today's class. It says old is not bad, new is not better. And this episode is not necessarily for people under the age of 30 or under the age of 25 or any age groups, for everybody, because we all are susceptible to this, because we're all human. Number one, some traditions can be outdated and need a facelift. Some are traditions because they serve a useful purpose and it should be preserved. Anytime you're going to change something because it's old, you need a more You need a deeper and stronger reason than just changing it because it's old. And anytime you're going to adopt something because it's new, you need a stronger reason than then I'm just going to do it just because it's new. All right, These are bad reasons to do things. Point number two, newer is not necessarily better. As a salesperson and marketer, you should sell things based on them being new, bright, shiny object to other people because human beings are extremely susceptible to that. But as a consumer, you should never buy something just because it's new, fresh, and a bright, shiny object. So you need to sell in the opposite way from how you buy. And even though I'm telling you all this directly to your faces and to your ears, most of you are still going to fall victim to it because you're human. Number three, the discipline is mining your old stuff for unrealized opportunities. This is often where the greatest opportunity lies. Looking at what you already have access to that you simply have not squeezed all the juice out of. The challenge is many of you will not notice the things that are available in front of you simply because you can't see what you can't see. You don't have the eye for noticing these things, but other people do. This is why you got to get around other high-level individuals who can see things in and for you that you cannot see in and for yourself. But if you don't make the investment to get around these people, then you will never figure it out. And again, all that value that you have is going to die when you die. All that said, text me. So you're in my text community. My number is 305-384-6894. Daily motivation, Monday motivation going on every day and every week, respectively. WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. It's the only place I do any coaching. You want to work with me directly, go to WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. Link is down below in the description. And work on your game, Dre. All day and while you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions, you can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly, you can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again 305 384 6894. One more time 305 384 6894. Make sure you text me because you never know. When i'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear the one thing you need to do the one insight you need to get that could change your life make sure you message me 305-384-6894 people often ask me dre is there any way that i could work with you directly is there any way that i could talk to you on a regular basis just ask you questions share with you what i'm doing and just Get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs. And we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university introducing ag1 newest sponsor of work on your game the all-in-one daily supplement that takes your health and well-being to new heights now you know me as a pro athlete i'm very meticulous about what i put in my body i still perform every day as an athlete i gotta make sure i'm putting good stuff in me so ag1 has a powerful blend of 75 essential vitamins minerals and whole food sourced ingredients and it is designed to provide comprehensive support for your body and your mind so imagine having a personal army of health experts working tirelessly to optimize your well-being. That is what AG1 is. It's a synergistic combination of prebiotics, probiotics, digestive enzymes, adaptogens, and more. Which means what? It means it's a bunch of stuff all working in harmony to fuel your body with the nutrients it craves. So say goodbye to the hassle of taking multiple supplements, get rid of that medicine cabinet that you have in your kitchen right now with all those pills, and embrace the simplicity of AG1, which is literally one scoop of this stuff with eight ounces of water in a shaker bottle that they provide and that's all you need every day. But that's not all, there's more. When you try AG1 today, you'll receive a fantastic offer. Here it is. You're going to get a free one year supply of vitamin D, which is a vitamin nutrient, vital nutrient for strong immune system and strong bones, along with five free AG1 travel packs with your first shipment. This means you'll have everything you need to take AG1 on the go and never miss a beat and your health routine. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash work on your game. That's drinkag1.com slash work on your game. Check it out and let's unlock the power of AG1 for a healthier, happier you.